www.thepowerhouse.com. Or call one If tomorrow wasn't promised, what would you get for today? Forget that there was any sunlight left. What would you spend today thinking about? Yourself or the man that's beside you? Or the man that you know you'd give everything in your heart for? We get one opportunity in life, one chance in life to do whatever you're going to do, to lay your foundation and to make whatever mark you're going to make, whatever legacy you're going to leave, leave your legacy. And it's found through effort. Wins and losses come a dime a dozen. But effort, nobody can judge effort. Because effort is between you and you. Effort ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. So that team that think they're ready to see you, they think what they seen on film, they ain't saw what film shows. Because every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment. So now you got to go out and show them that I'm a different creature. Now! Seven minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. We are live, and we thank you for being a part of it. Uh, always, your default for Rick and Bubba is rickandbubba.com. Spell out and, A-N-D. That is where you can go and find out everything Rick and Bubba, from our YouTube channel to Blaze TV to uh, how you can uh, check out our podcast and enjoy the Rick and Bubba show whenever you want. Uh, we've got a great number of different options for you when it comes to social media there on the homepage. Show notes is where you go if you hear us talking about a show and you're like, hey, I'd like to investigate that myself, or maybe you need to see it yourself. Uh, there's always a link at rickandbubba.com in show notes there on the homepage uh, for your enjoyment to where you can go there whenever you get settled uh, for the day. Well, uh, Greg is on his way in. We'll explain. I do have Helmsy here with me, and we have our interns here as well. Happy Happy Gilmore is uh, doing the phones and pulling show prep. And Stretch Armstrong is here as well with his brother. Oh, boy, worlds collide. He's got a family member here today, so he's kind of showing out a little bit. And Eddie Van Adler has got YouTube uh, live in HD as well. Well, let's bring him in. Right in front of me, it's Michael Helms. Oh, What's up? Oh, hey, Tom. You're listening to the Spark Okay, that was on the wrong bank. Didn't know that. But let me give you that. How about that? Wow, what a morning. What a morning. For those of you listening live, it is morning. If you podcast and listen at a different time of day, Hello, how are you? It's kind of early for us. Um, Greg is on his way in. I know uh, a lot of you in the uh, the Rick and Bubba uh, Army uh, have experienced weather because it's come through Mississippi, Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, all of our affiliates in those two states have already experienced a lot of this, and it's still trailing in those states a little bit. And then the state of Alabama, uh, you're getting it now, uh, and Georgia, here it comes. So um, Tennessee uh, as well. Uh, the southern part of that so a, a wide range of affiliates in our in our markets are experiencing severe weather if it wasn't tornadic overnight the flooding uh in uh, certain areas of our audience uh is an issue today and so um i know greg uh has quite a story helmsy i talked to him earlier because he is our staff member that has the longest commute if you don't know greg lives about an hour and a half away and commutes every day and, um, he, you know, he's got, he's got some land and money and he didn't want to give it up and I, I don't blame him. And so he, uh, no, I'm kidding. He comes on in. Uh, he said, Speedy, you don't understand. I leave and I am pulling out of the house, headed to work and I get a tornado warning alert 
and I'm going right into where the warning is. So he says, I stopped and went back home, which he should have. Sure, yeah. Until the severe weather passed, and then he got back on the road. So he's a little delayed. He'll be here shortly uh, during this hour. It's just he's not here now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's, it's kind of weird how it happened. And I want to thank, uh, on a personal level, all the listeners that have emailed, yeah. uh, tweeted me, uh, friends that have texted me. We had a tornado go over the city we live in in Helena, Alabama. <clears throat> all is good. We're fine. But anytime anybody hears Helena, yeah. They think, oh gosh, you That's know, speedy it's, it's speedy, all right. Yeah, and so I appreciate that. But, but we're good to go. Um, we uh, we were weather alert, and um, and so all is good. But so we're here, we're live, uh, and, and I understand you had an issue getting in as well. So much so you had to turn around, and take a car home. Is that right? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm disgusted at myself, and I don't know what I should have done. What I what I <clears throat> despite what I did. Yeah. Um, I got y'all's messages, so I thought, okay, well, good. That, that's Greg's safe, and and you're headed up there. Yeah. And then, so I I thought, well, I'll be I'll be there about the time Speedy gets there, and mm-hmm. so get in my car like I normally do, and I head up here, and about a quarter of a mile into my trip, or about a half, maybe a half a mile into my trip, where I live, there there's a little hill, just up and down hills. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I'm traveling just like I normally do, and I look up, and I've noticed the first 100, 200 yards, every house I come to, there's just this major washout, which is not, Mm -hmm. it's not an ordinary when it rains the way it has. Mm -hmm. And so I see this, I see pine straw, I see this, that, and the other. Well, then I think, okay, goodness, there's a lot of rain. And I knew it was raining hard, didn't know it was raining this hard. Well, then all of a sudden I top a hill, and I see this big pile of pine straw, and it's in my path. I need to move or I'm going to hit it. Mm-hmm. And so I move to my left to avoid the pine straw, only to realize at the time, split second I'm doing this, there are a bunch of boulders that have mm-hmm. washed out as well, mm-hmm. and I run directly over them. Gosh, now, when I, say, when I say boulders, think, think the size of that football helmet. Yeah. That's the size of these rocks. Yeah. There were probably, there were probably 10 to 12 – that size, and then probably ten to twelve that are half the size. There had to be some major flooding for the, for something to pick rocks up that big and wash them. Well, when you got a bunch of pine straw weighing down on it and bringing it, because yeah. evidently the pine straw was <clears throat> was here, and it's anyway. So I hit, I run over it, and I think, well, that wasn't fun. Something that wasn't had to, good. And then all of a sudden, I hear the awfulest noise, and I thought, all my tires are flat. Oh no! Every one of my tires are flat. <laughs> it's pouring down rain. How are you not soaking wet? What do right you do? Now? And so. <clears throat> Um, I turn around and go back home because I'm closer to home than I am here. And there, there is a tire place right across the street. Anytime we have any issues, I usually just drop it off there and walk over. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, hey, it's pouring down rain. Yeah. Well, you can walk over in the rain. You don't have an umbrella. And so I just went back home. Well, then I got out of the car and none of the tires were flat. Mm. And I was like, this is weird. This is sounds something is not right. It sounds awful underneath. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've just completely messed up the front end or there's something I don't know. I don't I'm not a tire guy, so I don't mm-hmm. know. Now, I would not be shocked one bit if I go home and all the tires are flat. Yeah. But it sounded awful driving it, so much so that I I made the decision to go back home and get the other car. Now the good news is you think, well, my wife works. She's got to get kids to school. Because the flooding is so bad in this area, mm-hmm. 
they've delayed school three hours, so we have some time to figure all that out. But I, I'm, I don't know what's going on in my car. Yeah, you know, I, we were talking off air. Um, I had a similar situation. I didn't run over a rock like you did. Um, and I don't want you to think I hit one. <clears throat> I think I, it, it, there were at least 20 in front of me yeah. when I run over. There was no dodging. There was no oh, – goodness gracious. Um, so I, I was experiencing something that, that was similar to a flat tire, like the feeling in the car, like, hey, something's not right. And so uh, I got out and I checked it, and this is the truck I had before the one I have now, and I checked it, and everything seemed fine. And uh, I noticed that uh, over a little bit of time, I, my tire was losing a little bit of air. But, you know, standard me, put a little air in it and just kind of yeah. kick that can down the road. And I'm like, well, that's weird. I got a slow leak. That's kind of strange, but my tires are fine. That's Well, it finally got to a point, and I said, all right, that's it. I'm going to get it looked at. And they they uh, they put the, the the truck up and they took the tires off trying to figure out and I had a cracked rim or a bent rim on the inside where I guess going out to a greenfield or something yeah. one time I guess a turn in or something something hit the inside and it bent it or, and, and so it started cracking and so that feeling of a flat tire was actually the rim so I wonder if you. Something hit, some, hit, some hit the inside right. of that tire yeah. when you hit the. Uh, I, I call those boulders. That's not a little video. You know, rock. and I know. Well, and that's what, when I put rocks mm. this morning slash boulders, I thought, when I text you guys, yeah. I thought, well, they're going to think, ooh, that's a step out, boulders. But no, they're, they were huge. Yeah. And, and I don't. The problem is, you know how you'll look up under your car and say, well, maybe I'm just dragging something. Yeah. Well, you don't drag, but a boulder you can't drag. No. So I'm looking up under the car, and it's rain. I did go in and change shirts. That's why I have this on. I yeah. changed shirts because I was wet. Yeah. But, um, who knows? I'll yeah. figure it out later today. Yeah, uh, it'll be one of those things where, where uh, the sun will come up, and then you'll have to kind of look at it and figure out what's going yeah. on. Um, so uh, I was just looking at the radar. We're talking about um, the Rick, really Rick and Bubba Heartland from Louisiana – to West Virginia is this line, and there's about a 20 degree difference on the on the backside in Tupelo, Mississippi. It's in the 40s now, and where we are based out of, it's in the upper 60s. So, um, so anyway, listen to your local affiliate. A lot of the severe weather is is kind of subsided, uh, but now they're concerned about flooding, and uh, I'm talking about uh, all just a, a wide range of Rick and Bubba markets. So. Uh, your local affiliates will take care of you when it comes to the weather. But as far as the staff members and just our personal stories of getting here and, and hey, we were in a tornado's path and what a night. It's just been a long night, you know. It's just, it has. It's just been a long night. Uh, Greg will join us here shortly because of the severe weather. It delayed him on getting in, uh, and he'll have that story coming in. So a lot to discuss today. Rick and Bubba join us uh, at the top of the hour, and our interns right now, Happy Gilmore, is screening you up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So we'll be right back. You are listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba show. Number of different things the guys will want to discuss today. Mitt Romney broke from the GOP and voted to convict Trump. He was the lone Republican that did so yesterday, but uh, the inevitable happened, and that is that Trump was acquitted uh, on both charges there. So his. you know, maybe we can move on from the impeachment. I have, I don't think we can because the Democrats basically have said we will keep investigating this president. Uh, so there you go. Uh, 
it, it'll never stop, I don't think. But yeah. you got that. You got the Iowa caucus. It's still a mess with 97% of the results in now. Uh, oh, Pete and Bernie are almost tied uh, with um, uh, Elizabeth in, in third and, uh, and Biden a distant fourth. Uh, so that, that's some of the political uh, news uh, of the day. But yesterday was big on the on the old impeachment. Yeah. And I got to see the vote, like, you know, yeah. guilty, not yeah. guilty. That was kind of interesting. Um, but we kind of knew what was going to happen. But it's still interesting I to know. see each one of them have to stand up yeah. and say that. I forgot about the vote. And then once I got finished with <clears> carpool <throat> and kind of got uh, back to the house, and, yeah. and I, I, I thought, hey, the coverage has got to be on. So I flipped mm-hmm. it on. And I watched it for about 30 minutes. At this point in time, the five was on on Fox. Yeah. And can I just say something to them? Get rid of Juan Williams, okay? I know <laughs> you're trying to be fair and balanced, but that's not – fair and balanced doesn't mean we bring a Democrat on and just because we want to say we're fair and balanced. The fair and balanced part is you're the Republican and everybody else is on the left. Mm-hmm. That's how we're trying to do the balance. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear – you four or five argue with Juan Williams for an hour. <laughs> just don't want to hear that. And and he's an idiot anyway, and, and I don't think he believes half of what he's saying. It was so frustrating I had to cut it off. Braden was sitting there, and he's like, I can't watch this. I said, I can't either. I said, turn to whatever you want to. I threw in the remote. It was so frustrating. I was loving hearing from Gutfield and then the two ladies that are on there, and, and then Juan's just constant with his – I mean, it was ignorant, pure ignorance, what I was hearing. I thought, why get this guy off the show? This is why I don't watch your show anymore. <laughs> Can't stand him. It, I want to I hear people make <laughs> valid points that line up with me. Otherwise, I'll just go to CNN. Yeah. I don't need to hear him. Then I, I said, hey, I bet, this, I bet CNN's having a meltdown right now. Mm-hmm. So I went over there, and, of course, they had eight people on their panel, mm-hmm. and I stayed with it for about two and a half minutes, and then I just shut all political – Impeachment talk down. It's funny. Um, uh, I went and got a piece of birthday cake. Our little, uh, our little politician, uh, one Reese Wilburn. He's the politician of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, they all come in um, from baseball and all the after school stuff, and they're kind of dropping their bags and getting ready to eat. And it was still being talked about, uh, even though the votes had happened and all that. And he starts talking back to the TV because they started playing. Uh, we were watching Fox News, and they were playing clips of like MSNBC and CNN and you know, all this kind of stuff about they were praising Pelosi for tearing things up, and then, and then it, was, it was all about Mitt, and he voted, and he was the only Republican, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And and he just started talking out loud. It was pretty funny. I didn't have to say anything. <laughs> he, he it's almost, Have you ever found yourself, when you're driving the family around, talking to people in traffic that make dumb decisions? Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. And, then, and then all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, maybe I need to stop because my kids hear me, and now they start, as they get older, they're starting to talk. What's this good in doing? You know? Uh, I guess they've heard me so much, so much over the years that, that Reese is just hollering out loud from you know he's eating, got half ma- mouthful screaming at the TV. I was like, well, look at our little politician. He gets it. He's yeah. fifteen, but he gets it. Uh, so that'll be big news today. Uh, oh, Mitt, you know Mitt, uh, he 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 blamed his his vote on on his faith and and all that. So that's a crutch that you can't really argue because you never truly know a man's heart. Uh, so you can't really know what he was thinking even though from the outside and from a distance it sure does look like he still got a vendetta against trump just because yeah. of of their battle and he just hadn't let that go yeah. uh, that sure does look like right. that but he's claiming which uh, would go opposite to what the reason he used right right it, 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 but because, because he used that it, 
th- that reasoning. It's yeah. it's it was smart on his part because you yeah. can't argue it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll see we how could. that plays we out. Just, he yeah. wouldn't like that. No, no, no. Uh, so we have that going on. This is scary here. Um, the uh, there's been a newborn that has become the youngest person diagnosed with the coronavirus. Oh my. It's infected nearly 30,000 people now, but a Chinese newborn has become the youngest person infected by the coronavirus after it was uh, diagnosed just 30 hours after birth. So I'm born 30 hours later, I've got coronavirus. And that's the youngest one, so that's freaked everybody out now that we now have a newborn. And, you know, we had that that story yesterday about the 5,000 uh, passengers that were on the cruise ships and they were quarantined and all this kind of stuff, even though it was out of Japan and, and a little bit further from here, Terry's already talking about JC in June has got a, a cruise lined up and, uh, Hey, wow, we'll have, that's, that's quite a little payment every month, but, um, <laughs> but he's got a little cruise, a little senior cruise with sure. there's a, some parents going and about three or four kids going, uh, some of his buddies and Terry's like, what if the, we got to think about this. What if the coronavirus isn't settled by then? Are we just, is he just getting on a cruise ship and going on? He's staying around the Caribbean and stuff, but still. It's still valid. I know when Amanda and I, um, <clears throat> when our honeymoon, we had a trip planned, and that was it was right after 9-11. Mm-hmm. It was like two months later, and we, we canceled it because we didn't know. In hindsight, we realized it would have probably been the safest time to fly yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Um, but we were, you know, we got caught up in the the scariness that was that, and, and we changed our plans and did something else. Well, I know you're going to be shocked about this, but we did pay a little bit more uh, to be covered by insurance. So <laughs> I'm it, not so shocked we, by So that. we can cancel. Oh, I was waiting for yeah, the joke. No. Well, well um, if you notice, there's, I'm not the one in the room that brings <laughs> it up. Now I'll pile on once it's been brought up. Right, but. yeah. But uh, but anyway, so so we do have that we do have that to lean on, yeah. that, that we have uh, the insurance. So if it got to it and we had to cancel, if it was just like some massive – you know, oh my gosh, it's gotten worse and it's everywhere. Then, th- then that decision will be made. But hopefully, we'll get a lock on this thing before uh, June rolls around. But anyway, so we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Greg will be joining us here shortly. If you have not heard his voice or, or seen him on YouTube, you might be wondering what the heck's going on. He was a little delayed. We uh, had severe weather where some of us live uh, throughout the overnight hours. Uh, still, a lot of our markets, and I mean, if you were just to stamp Rick and Bubba Land. Uh, it it is where you're experiencing all the weather from Louisiana to West Virginia. So, uh, just look to your local affiliate for, for some more information on what's going on. But Greg will join us here, hopefully, uh, here before top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. She's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. 25 minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. If it's on YouTube, hello, how are you doing? Uh, sorry for the way we look. If it's uh, one of the greatest radio stations around the country, bold enough to call it Rick and Bubba Home. Uh, thank you for listening to that as well. number of different apps, however you're getting the show today. Thank you for making us part of your day. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at HelloFresh.com. You know, there's no time like the present to start eating better, uh, more easily, more conveniently, and more deliciously. Uh, Get mouth-watering recipes, pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door with HelloFresh.com. That's HelloFresh.com. Get started 
with America's number one meal kit. Get 10 free meals, including free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com. Here's what you want to do, though. You want to use promo code Bubba. That's code Bubba. Promo code Bubba at HelloFresh.com for 10 free meals and free shipping. You can also find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right. Uh, as we uh, roll on back, a number of things to get to. One thing we were talking about in the break, uh, Helmsy, is, you know, uh, we've had a long history and a battle, really, with PETA. Uh, I mean, I remember like it was yesterday. Uh, the city right now, unfortunately and very seriously, is somewhat flooded. But Homewood, Alabama, with the storms that have come through uh, our area, the flagship today. But that's where I went to a PETA protest at Five yeah. Points, and uh, our listeners carried me in a dog cage, and I I sat right down, I sat right beside one of the ladies that was. Naked, painted up like a tiger, uh, protesting the circus coming to town. And uh, they were okay until you disagree with them, and then they're a vile bunch. Yeah. I mean, they're just screaming and hollering at you and uh, everything else. And, and, you know, PETA, they started out, nobody wants a puppy farm. farm. Nobody wants animals abused. Raise your hand if you want that. Nobody yeah. wants that. But then they, they, they got off track and started, you know, getting way over here on a bumpy road, and now they are so far gone. Yeah. It's just it's comical, some of the stuff they put out. Uh, and one of the latest things they have put out is they are saying that – I'm just going to read it. PETA mocked for calling pet a derogatory term suggests companion instead. So, like, if I'm if I'm acknowledging that I have a dog mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I couldn't say, yeah, we got a pet, that's derogatory? Mm-hmm. To the pet? It, it says here. Because the pet doesn't know. Yeah, right. Um, and that's a lot better than what I call it most days. Sure. Um, Compan- a- oh, that's my companion. That's what they want. <laughs> huh? Do you hear, do you I, hear I what know, I'm saying? I know, and I'm just reading it. And, it, you know, it, it, it's funny because we've been do doing Do you have a companion? We've been doing this show for Think so about long, that. Uh, you know, in our 26th year now, that stories we would do, you know, when the show first started in the early years. I know. They were con- – these – and and the stories we're doing now, those were considered like wacky world stories back then, and now they're like real stories. Like this would be like a funny made up story back in the day. But it's saying here on a daytime television program, Good Morning Britain, Jennifer White of PETA attempted to explain the group's position on the word pet and suggested and suggested it should be switched with more inclusive terms like companion or or human carrier or carer. Human care. That's weird. All right, there you go. A lot of people at home who have dogs or cats will call them pets and refer to themselves as owners. This implies that the animals are a possession. Absolutely. Like a car, for example, White said. I actually care about my car more than I do if my pet. Right. Right now your car's messed up. And And I'm really worried about it. When you refer to animals not as the living beings they are, but in in, – um, you know, kind of a, an ownership kind of way, it, it can reflect uh, the treatment of these animals as, as something that you own. All right, All right. so I've, I've looked up the definition of companion and I've looked up the de- definition of pet. Let's just mm-hmm. go over these, shall we? Pet, a domestic or tamed animal kept for companionship or pleasure. Right. So it's in there. Yep. So what are they worried about? Now, if you go to companion, I'll give them this. This is a person or animal with whom one spends a lot of time or with whom one travels. Okay, here, listen. I don't travel with my dog. 
and I don't spend a lot of time with my dog. Huh. Therefore, it is a pet. <laughs> End of story. Shut up, Peter. Not in the mood to deal with you today. I got a car to worry about. Probably the oil pan's messed up because I run over a bunch of boulders. Thanks for that email. I was worried about my tires. Probably should be worried about other things. There's reason tires are not flat, Hems. Probably didn't hurt that. Um, Probably yeah. got leaks everywhere. Right. Hey, um, it's a pet. It is a, hey, look at me. It's a pet. I'm not saying, hey, hey, what's that dog? What kind of dog do y'all have? Oh, you're talking about my companion. It's not a companion because I don't spend a lot of time with it and I don't travel with it. It's a pet. Quite frankly, I wish we didn't have the thing. All right, now I, this is going to hurt a little bit, and Poops I'm just, just going to read, read a little bit more, and then we're going so to skip it up. That's fine. All right, Peter Founder. Uh, this is where I wish Greg and, was here and he could cuss, and I wouldn't have to. Yeah, because he keep going. With, I'm yeah. going go, to have to do it, and it just it's not good. So um, he, the Peter Founder and President, uh, further explained the organization's stance in a statement to Fox News. And I'm going to read just a little bit of it. It's pretty long, but I'm going to read just a little bit. Of it. Referring to an animal as a pet or as it reduces its well-being uh, with a personality and emotions to an inanimate object, a possession to be used in any way the owner wishes. Contrary to some reports, we are not seeking to ban these words. We're simply suggesting that it would be more respectful to refer to the animals in our homes as an, as animal companions and ourselves as their guardians in the same way, here we go, that all social movements concerned with um, with respect, have uh, have made appeals to stop using terms that are racist and sexist, and that otherwise imply that the subject is less important than the speaker. Basically, saying, "Hey, if you call a, a, an animal a pet, then then you're basically saying it's not as important as you are." Well, it's not. That's that's the that it's not. It's not even close. Actually, it's not even cl- on the spectrum of things. It's yeah. not even close. Hmm. Especially when the pet, the dog, the it continues to poop on the floor mm. yeah oh you know what they would say oh if you treat it better and call it a companion it would hit the pee pee pad <laughs> let's jump out I'm we got sure. some people sure that would. Weigh in. sure it would uh shane is in alabama shane what's up good morning gentlemen hey i just got a question i mean my wife is my companion, so does that mean when am I supposed to call her now? I mean, that's kind of like almost downgrade. That's downgrading on my wife. I know, I know. You're right. Well, right. So, so what do you call your spouse? Spouse, exactly. I guess. I, I mean, what do you do with that? I, I don't know. I know you want to know one. You know, you you ready for this one? And you'll you'll agree, Shane, especially since you're in Alabama and you've experienced all the weather overnight. You know where my dogs are. Right now, they're not in in the bed with my wife. They're on the breezeway uh, back porch, and they got a little little. They're they're out of the weather. They got a little place to lay down and kind of hang out because yeah. you know why? They're dogs. Yeah, yeah. They're dogs. In the garage. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're dogs. They're 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 not my spouse. They're not my kids. Uh, yeah. And I think we got to understand that. Doesn't mean we can't love them. Doesn't mean we can't take care of them. Doesn't mean we can't you know, uh, enjoy them being with us. I know a lot of people, and we have two dogs. We love them to death. Our kids love them. And we, when we've had dogs pass away, it's been heartbreaking. You know, we've had to bury them, and it's just been a situation. But we move on because we understand there are pets. Oh, I've messed up now. I've said pets again. Hey, uh, well, you hung up. Let's go to, oh, yeah. Let's go to Ted in hey. Clay, Alabama. What's up, Ted? Good morning, guys. Hey, man. Hey, you know, this, this is, this, I've always been fascinated by people that give animals human qualities, thoughts, yeah, right, and and treat them as if 
you know, like for instance, oh, well, he looks sad today. No, he just looks like he looks. Yeah. And this is all foretold in the Bible as they fell in love with the creature more than the creator. That's where we're going. Right. That's good stuff right there. No, you're right, Ted. You're all over it. He all over it. it. Check out Ray. This is oh, a, yeah, this Ray. a fantastic point. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Ray? Good morning, guys. It's wet up here in Huntsville, Alabama. But <laughs> I wanted to point out to you that you cannot spell PETA without pet. <laughs> That's All so... I'm going to say, I'm going to leave that right there. That's good, Ray. <laughs> Thank you so much, buddy. You know, every day I come home, I've been up since 325 a.m., running hard, working. Enjoy what I do. Don't sure. get me wrong. But I come in, I'm a little tired. And you know what my dog's doing? Sprawled out on the couch, loving life. Yeah. You know, you know why? He's a pet. He just hangs all day. Kids aren't there. Nobody's. It's not a companion's pet. Pet. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Uh, it is 10 minutes until top of the hour. Greg Burgess joins us. He is in now. Uh, we talked, Greg, uh, and we got to get an update on you, but we talked about PETA. I heard that. Uh, not wanting you to call uh, your, I guess, your pet's pet, uh, or don't call it it. It's a, a companion now. And, Helmsy, you say we got somebody that's wanting to uh, we kick have off a kickoff sound off. off. Yeah. What you well, got I got here? one thing to say about that. I bet PetSmart's not happy about it. No. Change your name? Yeah. Hey, Peter. You know why I refer to my hound dogs, my cat, my goldfish, my pig, my goat, my two horses, my six donkeys, and whatever other critters I may acquire? You know why I refer to them as a possession? Because I paid money for them. <laughs> That's it. I thought about that. Mic drop. Way, yeah. yeah. I thought about that on the way. I said, let me tell you something. You, and some people pay a lot for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's your pet. That ain't your companion. No. Now, there are people who do pay for companions, but that's a whole other story. Right. And they probably should be brought in for that. Yeah. You know, And, and um, normally are. Yeah. Yeah. Normally they, they, they're found. But, uh, yeah, that's just uh, that's just quite a little story and something. But you know what I'm saying? And you, If you heard it on the way in, when, when this show started – Stories like we just had would be wacky world stories, and oh, we would have the wacky world common, theme, yeah. and we'd all be making fun of it. Now they're like real stories. I, I, I wonder who, before they release these like press releases on these great demands, do they, do they run it by anybody and somebody go, hey, that, that's really – yeah, that's dumb. We're not, we don't need to send that out. I know. I know. You know? See, I think they think they're sharp. I think they think, hey, this is kind of who we are now. Right. I, I think they think that they, they're just waving the flag of look at us. And you I know? like the act like so they think the animals are going to be offended. Is that I mean how would they know? You know that's disrespectful right. towards your animal. Well, they, they don't know, right? I, no, you're right. You feed it. So you had quite a day coming in. Uh, I yeah, know we we, we, we kind of uh, brought everybody up to speed because uh, the weather uh, has really covered most of the Rick and Bubba uh, a lot of flooding over here markets. Here. Yeah, and where where uh, we live, it's been flooding and tornadic activity and you said you were coming in uh and saw that you were going right into yeah they uh, had tornado warning and the warning was exactly where i was driving towards and i thought well i might need to go back to the house and wait this out and i did so and then i got out and it's still raining so hard you can't see so you can't drive that fast no 
interstate. Of course, the big trucks don't slow down. No. no what is it about that? They just stay, boy, they just keep the hammer down. Yeah. Blow you right off the road. We got a lot of truckers that listen to this show, and, and they just kind of keep on coming through. But, uh, but yeah, it's it, <clears throat> it's intense. I hate it when it's dark and it's raining so hard you can't see. And I think my wipers could be better. Yeah. Yeah, my, mine could be better. What'd you sure. hit, Hams? What'd you talk about? I don't about? know. Boulders about the size of that football helmet. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> on, on your road. Yeah. <laughs> They'd washed out. I, I was I saw the pine straw that was there and I thought, well, you got to miss the pine. No, no, I missed the pine uh, straw and when I dodged the pine straw, out of the, my left eye I realized, wait a minute, you're dodging pine straw to run into a bunch of boulders. Was it a horrible sound? <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. nothing like that sound when you hit <laughs> something. I don't think it could have been worse. And we've got all kinds of uh, guys that um, are mechanics just wait, trying to weigh in on this. And it's so strange because I. I thought immediately I flattened tires. The way it started sounding, I thought, I have flattened tires. So you thought you were stranded. Yes. And so I, I turned around and went home because I was closer home than I was here and got home and none of the tires are flat. But it still sounds horrible. So I don't know. I've probably Wait, as, you, as it drives, it sounds horrible? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, right. So I've done good, something. Is it? is it something dragging? or is it? Like- I looked under it. Now, of course, it was pouring down rain. Yeah. I'm back at home. I got my flashlight on my phone. I'm looking up under the car, and I'm getting soaking wet. So then I just said, you know what? I'm going to leave it here. I'm going to go in and get the keys to the other car. Were you in the – I was in my car, the black uh, car. So it could be – car. Because I had a similar Not car. Not the SUV. And the, the, up under, there's a plastic-like cover. They could have hit it, and maybe it's dragging. Well, I don't know. It sound, but the, the tires don't even. I, mean, I don't know. It just doesn't. Wow. It doesn't. Fit, it doesn't drive right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's one thing if you're dragging something, mm-hmm. but something is physically wrong with the car that is not normal and probably shouldn't be on the road. Yeah, that's uh-huh. not good either. Is so it? I went in and changed clothes because I was soaking wet, and got in the car. And immediately I thought, well, by the time I get out back outside, it'll the tires will be flat, and they're still not flat. They're sitting there now. They may be flat now. I don't know, <laughs> but. The good news is there because of all the flash flooding, the schools have been delayed. So I've got a few hours to have to, to deal with it before Amanda has to get going and go to work and all yeah. that. Yeah. And see, that's another thing. She's got to go to work. They didn't delay work. Mm-mm. No. You know, it's they like, don't delay work. They'll delay school, so, but they didn't delay work. No, so I don't know we're if, here. if uh, I think what I'll have to do is go take her to work and then go take the kids to school. That'll probably be the plan. How about that? Yeah. But they don't have to be there till eleven. So Amanda may have to be a little late. Or she can get some of her friends to come pick her up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> this would be a situation. Could be it? one of those. I'm just kind of, of playing days. it out right here on the air. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Days. One of those days. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh and so then I got a car to deal with at some point. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. That's the best part. If you're watching on YouTube and you see um all the chairs uh in here, um like we have for Bible studies on Wednesday, it's because the uh, the tubers are coming tomorrow. Yeah. I understand we've got, I mean, we've got a slew of folks coming. And yeah. uh, and I know you go, wow, so you've already got them out. Well, a call was made yesterday just to leave them out. A little, we're regretting it a little bit now, but um, it's all right. Uh, but it'll be we'll get through it. But yeah, so we're gonna have all those seats full tomorrow. It's gonna be a well, party. you know, here. last time they said they were bringing twenty five, and uh, like eight showed up. I'll believe it when I see it. So yeah. now, I mean, they also think we can't handle twenty eight that say they're coming. But we've had what fifty in here on Bible I'm gonna study. I'm gonna say day. that 
There'll oh yeah, be, there'll down. be thirteen of them. Thirteen. Thirteen. You calling thirteen? So you are going double digits? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say nineteen. Okay. I'm gonna 19. say they bring a real nice crowd, but they don't get to the twenty-eight. I'm gonna say fifteen. Okay. Uh, we're all in the same county. Is the sports our trophy up for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the tie break? Uh, we I ha- need a win today. It, right. Right. Um, We've got a number of calls here. Uh, a lot of you wanting to weigh in on, on PETA and other things. Uh, Daniel's in Decatur, Alabama. What's up, Daniel? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, hey, I know you just got a couple of minutes left, but I, I just wanted to try and tie a couple of things here. Uh, it seems like they may be unrelated, but talk about left-leaning groups uh, like PETA and things like that. Uh, NAACP I even tossed into there because they started off with legit- legitimate beginnings. Yeah, uh, but then, but then when they realize their projects are coming closer to an end, they have to adopt more left-leaning policies and agendas and things like that to make their organization seem like it's an ongoing cause. But I mean, this is 2020; most of that should be behind us. But also relating to uh, abortion, uh, why can we not use that same terminology on unborn children? Why don't? Why can we not refer to them as children, as unborn children, instead of a fetus? I mean. Planned Parenthood, that's all they call them, the fetuses, yeah. and that's you're exactly right. what we're referring to. You're, you're removing the ownership. Yeah. That's, right. that's a yeah. great point. That is. That is a very good point. And, Greg, you made a good point, too. I mean, if, if Pet's gone, then what's Petco going to do? Pet Pet's smart? smart? I mean, are, are they? is it going to be companion smart? Uh, well, is it going to be? That bigger, sound is good. The bigger point that he brings up, they're just inconsistent. Yeah. In every Everything. walk of life, they're inconsistent. Right. And you see that they're walking contradictions. They are. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go to uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, we've only got about thirty seconds. Go ahead, uh, Andrew. Go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to clarify. It is more like you guys were saying. If by altering how we talk about them, they're hoping that we're not sending them as properties. We're less likely to hurt them. It's the same thing as how we treat like slaves. You know. Um, but they aren't equal. You have to be assuming there's a godless society for that to be true. <laughs> well, I they they're, I can't believe they've actually gotten to a point where they say, like your animal understands that you're calling them a pet, and it hurts the animal's feeling because it gives the animal a feeling of own, that you own him or I tell you own what, her. Well, if, I do. I, I yeah, mean, I so there. How dare you? I wish my. I know that feeling is correct. I wish my pet could do something. I would turn it into a slave. <laughs> That's right. Beast of burden. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big is the number. We start with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Rockefeller. Say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming? Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched? We're so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That 
that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the Uh, seven and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show uh, much to do going forward on the program today as we unpack the stories of the day. The Will of Meat did spin yesterday, so Will of Meat is uh, not a player until next week. Uh, we have a, a lot to run through today, and we're, we're anxious to talk to you. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, uh, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. And uh, we got Team Rick and Bubba on the field. Rick and Bubba interns, Happy Gilmore, Stretch Armstrong, and Stretch Armstrong's brother is helping out today as well. Uh, but uh, I think it's Dynamic Dudley. Uh, across the way, there he sits. The other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare. And a master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, and those of you who voted to acquit. Welcome. There we go. Christmas lights in the backyard on a tour to the day of there's a big cake on a wash tub with a plastic bridegroom. Yeah. All the neighbors and their relatives brought their own folding chairs. Yeah. My mama thanked the good Lord above for answering her prayers. They ain't living in sin no more. I'm Dandy. How are you doing? Well, I'm uh, in a three-point stance. I I mean, you could lay a board across my back, and as soon as that offensive line moves, I'm gone. (laughs) I ain't even watching the ball. (laughs) Well, you you better not. I'm just watching movement. That's right. Yeah, I ain't listening to the count. You you get in trouble doing that. So so we have uh, uh, Trump is acquitted. That's the big story today. And, of course, not just his acquittal, but those who voted not to uh, acquit is a big story. No. Yeah, it it, it uh, we'll we'll break all that down today. It's uh, you know usual politics. Uh, yeah. Babylon B's having a blast with it. Oh yeah, yeah. This has been a heyday for them, no <laughs> doubt. I know a lot of you across the southeast has been dealing with some difficult weather yesterday, yesterday afternoon, overnight. 
some of it still headed your way. Uh, I tell you, I could use a good night's sleep. I've had a few, you know, nights here that we haven't had a good night's sleep. Yep, yep. Last night was not going to uh, allow me that either. So uh, I'd like for us to have a good calm night here before long. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, there was a lot, a lot where we we lived. A lot of activity. Uh, I know, baby brother nearly got in it on the way to work today. So he's all right. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's not, it's not a good feeling. <laughs> nah, tornado warning, that's the one. I don't well, know. plus when you say the tornado warning says there's tornadoes all in the areas of the communities you got to drive through. Yeah, the ones that I were about to drive through. I noticed the lightning out front, and I thought, mm-hmm. hmm, then, the, then it's probably not a good idea. Just, no. you know, like James says, you don't want to be in a car. Does Dad know about it? Look. Well, I mean, just I mean if there was something that – Look, not I tell knew him. they had We just may not tell him. him. We just won't tell him. Look, if <laughs> I had to get there, I'd get there. Hmm? You did. I, I spent many years driving the, around during the storms. I'm, I'm Greg, you did Rick, the right I used thing. up all my luck then. I don't have any. You, luck. Right, Greg, true, you did the right thing. Don't don't let Big Brother <laughs> give you too much grief. Oh, next time I'm driving through it, you get that. <clears throat> I would have thrown a lasso out, moved it out of my way, and got to work. <laughs> next time I'm gonna be thrown over the ditch because I'm gonna try to get <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be going out. Hey, Greg, Greg, I would have come on. You know what I hate worse than anything what? is that beating rain oh, and man. it's dark oh. and your windshield wipers can't oh, handle it. Oh. That, and you just you're just basically driving blind. Can I say this? That's dangerous enough. Oh, it's horrible. You, you, when the rain's like that, you can't see. Hey, I mean, a lot it's a, of rain. It's out tough. There. A terrible feeling when you can't see out in front of your car. It's no, horrible. I don't know if y'all have yeah. seen it out there. A lot of rain. Oh my goodness, the rain. So uh, then the typical flood areas that flood every time. I right. Mean, people that are affected by it, y'all not see that coming. <laughs> the, uh, it was funny because you know, we've had to redo the whole underpinning of the deck and everything. It's supposed to keep water from banging down on that on the screened-in porch. So they've been working on that, working on that, working on that. And I, I saw them yesterday out there kind of keeping around with something. I said, well, what's going on? They said, well, there, there's a leak that, that we, we're trying to find out with something you know, of course, I knew what was coming next. I don't know who. I don't know who. I don't know who did this for you the first time. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But you know, the, the yeah, flash, they have it right. The flash, I don't know what they were thinking. Great line from the guy though, flashing. I said, "Well, y'all gonna get it where it won't leak." He goes, "Well, I, I think, sir, that's why we're here. <laughs> Meaning, we won't leave until we do, or you're not gonna be very happy." And I said, that's "Well, that's right. true. Yeah, be tough to stroke that check. Still see water dribbling down in there. Probably withhold it. No, still probably won't do that. But anyway, so um, hey, we'll find out if it leaks today." But oh, yeah. uh, when I went out to check on the dog uh, on the way to work today, I, I noticed it was it wasn't leaking, so that's good. And there was a lot of rain. Hey, a bunch. Did you check on your pet? I mean, companion. Yeah, I felt, mm-hmm. I felt good. I heard that <sighs> crazy story. Yeah. I tell you what's interesting is when a dog will look at you in this kind of rain and go, mm, "I think I'll hold it." Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Well, you need to. You got to get out there, buddy. You 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 got you got to go make it happen." Right. I'm not going out there. Yeah. You got and, to. They, and they'll just look at you like, eh, "Yeah, I think I'm good." Yeah, yeah, they've kind of got used to the indoors too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, should I? You want me to go out there and use the restroom in the pouring rain? Nah, I think I'll stay here. <laughs> I think I'll stay here and yeah. use the bathroom when you leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> or hold it. Yeah, not a good day between you and me today. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick angering you than getting wet. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so we we've got that out there, and some of you, like Bubba said, are still dealing with it because it's still still kind of rolling around. So we'll unpack that a little bit. We'll certainly get into the phone calls and, and things that you want to discuss uh, on the program today as well. Uh, there's a few wacky worlds that we'll look at, um, and I, I know that uh, you. Uh, they did some of the PETA story last. As, as Greg was talking about this companion thing, PETA has just. I've just. I think. I think PETA, PETA and the global warming people. They just. It's like they're they're out of things to say, so they just keep coming That's up with, with with more and more outlandish things. You know, it's like somebody said we told them the world was going to end, and they're still kind of they they forgot about it. Let's come up with something else. Hey, we hadn't done anything that gets PETA in the news again today. Let's let's see how outlandish we can possibly be. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's uh, you know. Well, you know, you know how libs are big on on words. You know, words mean everything. 
Right. You know, so you you know that's that's what it's all about. Well, I go back to what I, the speech I had to give back to the Peter story. The speech I had to give down at the animal clinic. You know, love them, love take care of your pets. You should. It's the right thing to do. But we, we when we're going too far with it, I I can tell you what the people that. Like I call my wife my companion, right. and she can do a whole lot more than the dog can do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, the dog the dog's gonna have to bring more to the table to get the rank companion. Yeah. 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 So and he's and family member and all that. We love dogs. Sure. In their place. Best friend. In their place. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't even say that. I got friends a lot better than dogs. Well, in the animal world, I think. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> I got news for you. A friend you just of, can't have as much fun with a pet crow, hey, you know. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine. Won't ta- fetch. A friend of mine takes a dump on the rug. We got problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back. Sixteen minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. You listen to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. 21 minutes past. Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so um, the Iowa caucus uh, continues. They think now, uh, they think they have 97% of the results in uh, following the app fiasco, which Speedy's got an update on the latest things they're blaming all this on, uh, the hotline numbers and all that. But anyway, so... I think this may be why James Carville with his LSU hat on um, is concerned about the state of the Democratic Party. So if Iowa is any indication of the current state of the Democratic Party, then you have the two faces of the modern-day Democratic Party in the United States of America is a socialist slash communist and a gay man with a husband. (laughs) That that's that's the face of the modern day Democratic Party, um, as of if Iowa is an indicator, and of course Greg with another reference to fighting, Joe Biden said he got gut punched. <laughs> that, yeah. Joe likes to mix it up. <laughs> yeah. He does. He's grabbing people. He's a rowdy old fella. Well, he got to hold that guy's collar the other week. <laughs> he's just going for someone else. I said everything though. That one. We got gut punch, Rick. We got gut punch, Rick. When you get gut punch, you better get, we're back we're up. We're moving on to New Hampshire, but we got gut punch. Did you see his other quote too? You know, he stutters sometimes. Oh yeah, and he's been made yeah. fun of. Yeah. He said stuttering is the only disability we still laugh at. Yeah, he did. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> He must not listen to this show much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't run in our circle. <laughs> right. Uh, we have it on our list, certainly. Uh-huh. Right. But uh, you know, Greg will go after the blind if you give him a chance. No, that's speedy claim. Then I know. But anyway. oh no, I just you know, actions are louder than words. That's what my dad told me, Greg. But okay. the uh, <laughs> so so I mean, if you were somebody who said, "Look, I I'm a Democrat. Um, I got some things that I don't agree with fiscally with Republicans or." And, and all this, and you know, you were kind of, hey, I, I, I like some Democrats, like you know, Bill Clinton. He was a bit of a hound, but you know, but but hey, the the Democratic Party right now is, but it is it is way over there in in the left. Yep, it's uh, out there. I mean, I mean, that's it. That there, there's your two. That I mean, after ninety seven percent, they're practically tied. Pete, is it booted booted gag booted I think you say boot what and a, you say edge edge. Boot about, edge edge. Boot edge edge. How about that's Something a terrible like that. last name for to have a husband. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so and then Bernie Sanders, uh, the socialist. There, there's, yeah, that's your top two. There's, hey, your, hey, there's neck and neck. There's your top two. Well, I, 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 I mean, Iowa. you know, too, Bernie's not even a 
you know, he's not a real smooth pitching socialist communist. You know, they've had better mm-hmm. better spokespeople in the past. I mean, he's he's got that Doc Brown look to him. You know, I mean, he's out there. And you know, he'll he'll try to rough it up too. I'd like to see him and Biden maybe hook up. This, it, it could happen. <laughs> yeah. It could happen. Yeah. And a grudge then, match. And then you have, um, you know, then you go over to the to those the, what they call the the women that are the socialists that are out there, the AOC and. Yeah, the and, squad, and, squad, and, right? And, and the and the terrorist and, and then, the, squad. Yeah, the squad, so that you got them in there. But I'm telling you, and I don't know what's going to happen. But you know, you look over there in the Prophet Star, you know, museum for the Rick and Bubba show, and there's a lot of them in there. This kind of stuff is the perfect setup for Hillary to come back in and say, "Oh, I'm telling you, we got well, we, we just got watch. we, we got to calm you all this." Bloomberg didn't get any traction at all, by the way, none. In Iowa. Um, well, I don't even think he campaigned. No, nah, he, he, he He's, uh, you know, he's playing the numbers. He's a numbers yeah. guy. He's mm-hmm. going for the Super Tuesday vote. Right. Um, it, boy, I tell you, it's uh, it's quite a feel there. That's for They're sure. They're looking at old gut punch in number four position. Good puncher. You brought up Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I got punched in the gut. Um, she was quoted as saying, never say never. Um, she held out the possibility mm-hmm. of becoming mm-hmm. vice president if the Democrats win in November and urge the voters to follow Mitt Romney's example and kick Trump out of office. Mitt Romney, that's a whole other well, topic, isn't it? As we move to that, the uh, the impeachment vote, the final vote in the Senate yesterday to either uh, remove or acquit, uh, the acquit was carried. And Mitt Romney has got a lot of headlines on this today. He is the only senator to vote to remove a president that's in the same party in the history of the country. This is the third time we've had impeachment hearings. So you've had 100 votes cast three times, and he is the only one to ever do that. That, that, that really needs to be we – need, we need to let that just simmer for just a minute. We need to savor that. So, yeah. so it's not just that he voted you know, to remove a president in his own party – no one's ever done that before. No one has ever done it. We have never removed a president. And this kind of goes back but I'm again about, yeah. to, to something you said, and I'm circling back to that. When all this started, we said, Nancy Pelosi, why are you even doing this? And it, she acted like she didn't want to do it, but then she kind of got pushed into it by the extreme left wing. And look, you have to have 67 votes to remove a president. That's the highest thing. That is the most extreme thing a democracy can do is remove an elected president. Okay, that's the highest thing we can do. And man, it's got to be it's got to be a deal. You know, I mean, it's really got to be bad. So talking about the fact that it's never happened. Yeah, and the fact that it's never happened before. Um, So I, I, you know, we said all along when this was happening, and we'll we'll address this later. I think we're gonna. Covered on the podcast today. Yeah, but, today Bubba and I are going to uh, unpack some of this in the podcast long form. We, we were all going, what were you thinking? What yeah. were you thinking? You had no hope of getting him removed. Uh, well, we, you know, we've put a black mark against him. Well, maybe in your eye, uh, but you've, you've only, to the ones that support him, it looks like a battle scar. And you've only energized the people against it. And I've heard... You know, the commentary from, uh, you know, the uh, NBC, MSNBC crew and all that, they're like, well, the, the voters will remember this. Well, they may. We don't know. Well, well I think I – th- what do you mean by that? Yeah, they will. I mean, <laughs> we, that, we may don't also, know. that may also be really bad for the Democrats. We don't know who's going to pick up seats in the next election yet. Uh, we don't even know who will win the presidency. But we do know this, that this was doomed from the beginning. 
They've wasted a lot of time, a lot of money. It has energized and galvanized a lot of support for Trump, even some people who may have been kind of fading away on it. But they see how ridiculous this is, and they see it as a deep state attempt to stop someone who is implementing change and actually has the economy going. And, you know, I just I don't I don't really see a big win in it right now. Like I say, you may see it down the road. I don't know. But right now, it just looks like it was nothing but a big shot in the arm for President Trump and Republicans. Yeah, I, I don't understand the strategy. If you're if you're the Democrats, I don't understand what what this was supposed to do for your party. And other than I guess you, you keep bringing this up throughout the election. And now they're uh, fighting internally. You've got uh, you know the AOC squad bunch. They're even further to the left, claiming that we've got to go further to the left if we're going to win this. And Pelosi knows that that's not true. Joe Biden knows that's not true. You can't win as communist in this country. Not yet. yet. Not yet. yet. You may. You, you may eventually. You may. Once we all die, you might. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I don't know. It just. It just seems like they're out there with a gun pointed to, in their own. Yeah, mind. I'm, just, I'm trying to follow it, it and, and you and I'll talk about that more today. I'm just trying to understand it, and I'm also trying to understand the strategy of dynamic Dougie Fresh Jones. Well, we'll talk about that and Mitt Romney. Yeah. What What is Mitt Romney's play in this? I don't, I don't buy it with his convictions. I think he's a much smoother politician than oh, that. Yeah. There's a play here, but I, I don't see it. And, and Dougie, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, teaming up with Mike Lindell and our friends at MyPillow.com. And the radio specials continue. Uh, and go ahead and respond to this before this, these limited offers, limited time offers go away. So right now when you go to MyPillow.com, you want to look for radio specials. Uh, it's a button there. And then use the promo code Bubba. Uh, and uh, some great uh, great savings, like the body pillows. They they. They were twenty nine ninety nine, and I mean they are twenty nine ninety nine now. You realize they took sixty dollars off with the promo code Bubba. They were at one time they were eighty nine ninety nine. You can get them for twenty nine ninety nine. You can buy any set of Giza Dream sheets. These are wonderful sheets, and the flannel sheets are fantastic as well. Uh, buy one, get another set free. Uh, they also make the best towels and washcloths you'll ever own. Now we have those. They're made right here in America uh, with the promo code Bubba. They're also buy one get one free on the six piece sets. Also, the premium my pillow, which we love. Snuggled in one of those again last night. Nighty night, Ricky. Buy one, get one free. Save thirty percent on their terrific mattress toppers. That's like taking the my pillow and putting it on top of your mattress and enhancing it for that with that same technology. Savings everywhere at mypillow.com. Radio specials promo code Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so Bubba. Uh, do you want to go with uh, Mitt Romney? Well, let's start with Mitt here and, for a minute. And then we'll get to uh, dynamic Dougie Fresh Jones. You, you know, Mitt has had a love-hate relationship, I think, with Trump. Um, he was against Trump when he first came out and was running. Then when he got elected, he was pro-Trump. He wanted to be an ambassador, uh, possible secretary of state. Trump did not do that, so Romney was out talking him down again. Then when Romney was running, he needed Trump's help to campaign, Trump help, so they were buddies again. Right. So it, it's this up and down thing with them. Um, again, I can't get over the historical uh, importance of this after three impeachment votes in the Senate in the history of our country, 100 votes, 
no senator has ever voted to remove a president of their own party. Now, you may say, well, that's he's the first one to have courage and all to do that. Well, I don't know. There's a story out today from one of his former uh, campaign managers. Um, let's see exactly what this is in trending politics. Um, they said that uh, that Trump, that uh, basically a, a former spokesperson for Romney's unsuccessful 2012 uh, campaign was speaking out to say that the senator's vote that Trump was guilty of impeachable offenses was motivated by bitterness and jealousy. His name is Rick Gorka, G-O-R-K-A. Well, you really can't come to any other conclusion because I'm trying to figure out what in the world is Mitt Romney's political play here. And I'll ask an uncomfortable question. Uh, If you are a Mormon, where does this sit with you? Uh, Because he claims it was his religious convictions uh, that caused him to do it, and I know that Mormons that that I know are 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 really conservative people politically, uh, and I, I wonder. Now I do know in 2012, you know, that he this may be some of that. You know, we've watched throughout history when people think that they are a shoe in for president and it right. doesn't work out. Right. That sometimes it makes them crazy. Yes, I'm sure. Right. We we've yep. seen that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know that that he had some momentum going, and that that some of the belief systems inside the Mormon faith. They were they were thinking, hey, this is this is going to be our time to be in charge of. I don't want to get too deep in it, but yeah. of the United States of America, which right. in their view is the new promised land. I'm, I'm oversimplifying that, and I know that. So yeah. uh, forgive me, Mormons, if that. If it, I know it's a little more complicated than that, but I'm giving a general statement that a lot of people looked and said, well, this is going to be, this may be the fulfillment of what what we have been taught, and uh, and it didn't work out. And I don't know whether that setback has has made Romney politically crazy because he's you know sometimes you can be so mad and so angry you don't think things through kind of like the Democrats are doing right now right and um and it's like Romney has fallen victim to it as well because what does this mean for him politically going forward it, I, I can't find fight can you help me with his positive play in there do well do, do the establishment Republicans yeah. one day get power again and Romney's their king. The, the, the never Trumpers tell me, help me, Bubba, help I, me. I, I know, you know, Romney is being, you know, applauded by the Hollywood left. Bette Midler in her tweet said, run, Romney, run. Mm-hmm. Well, what he forgets, though, these are the <laughs> same people, the same people that skewed him last time. Thank like you. Like Rick is saying in this in this tweet. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that, you know, they, they're only saying that to patronize you. They wouldn't support you. No. They wouldn't support you as a Republican or a Democrat. Well, how are you supposed to get the Republican nomination now? Well, it would be it would be tougher than ever. Let me put it. Well, that that's way. my point. So, what's it, what's his play here? <laughs> I, 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 he, I think, he claims. He just I listened. Mad? To, yeah, I, he no he, no he claims that he understands is this this could be it for his career that he might not have a political future and he understands that the left is going to fake like him and that that they're not never going to support him and he's willing to to live with this decision because. Uh, you know, he's a deeply spiritual person, he says, and he really leans on his faith. And and uh, and he said that he had to vote his conviction in his heart. And he said he he's able to go home and look at his kids and his wife in the eyes and say, hey, I, you know what? I, I voted with my conscience here. And, I, and I'm just I'm quoting him right. listening to the Chris Wallace interview. Uh, and that was his reasoning. And he understands that the blowback from Trump and the Republicans is going to be severe.
Okay. Well, if that's what he thought was the right thing to do, and he has no other reason for doing it, some people think it might be that he's yeah. he's mad at Trump, and this is my chance right. to be mad. Now, yeah. I don't know Mitt Romney's heart. I'm just saying that that's a possibility. I, I think mm-hmm. I think he's trying to set himself up as the leader of the moderates in the Senate. In other words, you got uh, Mikowski, Collins. Mm-hmm. You got uh, you know two or three of these others that are always in jeopardy. You know you don't know how they're going to go, and I think he's kind of setting himself up to be the leader of that bunch, and and thus he has power because now the Republicans have to come to you to swing the moderates to get what you want, and uh, I, I you know I don't know that's the only play I could see politically. Politically, and it, and it could be, but I guess I would go back to this again. I, I certainly understand that there's behavior in Trump's personality. If you're a person of faith, that sometimes is undesirable. Got it. Okay. Got that. I, got, I got that. But, and I guess you know maybe he could say, "I would, I would love for us to remove him so we could get a, a godly man like Mike Pence." You know, I, I guess I could see that strategy. Of course, it's not going to happen. But I mean, because you don't have enough votes, I, I prefer the faith of Mike Pence over the faith of Donald Trump. I certainly, I certainly, I even probably would agree with that. But. But when you get down to the thing I don't understand on some of these people that, that try to play a spiritual card against Trump is that if, if we point, if you point to the Democrats. Yeah, where, I, I where, mean, where are you going to land? Right. And, what high ground are you going to land over there? And I've never I've, – I've, anytime uh, like this pastor we had this week that was talking about this, you know, <clears throat> even we've had discussions about this before that, that kind of got me in a little bit of trouble. And you know how concerning that can be for me. I know it, it bothers you about about I didn't agree with the fact that when you look at what Mormons believe that that somehow trying to get a Mormon to to look at um, what we believe to be the, the the version of Christianity that is biblical, we don't believe that there was a second revelation and all that. Right. And uh, when I was talking to Russell Moore, that he thought we could not deal with Donald Trump, but yet we could we could deal with Mitt Romney. And back when Mitt Romney ran, he didn't have anything negative to say about the things that. That, that his faith and Mitt Romney don't line up on. But, right. but now, and because if you look at Donald Trump, I'm not talking about his personal behavior, his bombastic attitude. I'm not talking about any of that. But when you look at the things he's doing in the office of, pres- of the presidency concerning people of faith, every decision he is making, now he's silent on marriage. I'll put that over here. So I'm not going to say how he feels about that because he, he, he won't comment on that. But when you talk about where <clears throat> life begins, when you talk about, a public prayer. When you talk about the protection of the church, um, you know the acknowledging the, the the spiritual holidays for what they are, not calling them something else. The kind of things that he's done in the office for people of faith, you can't really find anything that you would go well. You know, all I keep hearing is he's mean, and look, there, there's certain things about that that aren't good, and and that's fine, but. I think one time, and there's actually an article that I just retweeted out too, and I'm not saying this is not a Donald Trump comment, but I do think one thing that I think the church is misunderstanding, and this, let me say this again, this is not a Donald Trump comment. This is an overall thing like this article we have from this pastor this week. I think some of you have misunderstood because you've been taught a version of Christianity and a version of Jesus where the ultimate goal is to be considered nice. That, that is not, that, though, that, that's, that's not, that's not the goal. Because there, there, there are times when we, we are called, and you see throughout Scripture, and I put out a great article that Greg Morris wrote about this today, especially concerning men, and it's kind of what we're going to be doing with themanchurch.com and all that, where we're supposed to have a zeal to defend God. 
And, 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 and when you have a zeal to defend God, you will make enemies of the wicked. And, and I think some, some people think, well, the, the ultimate goal for me to land, if, 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 I'm, if I'm a Christian, is, is for everybody to think I'm nice. And, and that, that, is, that is incorrect. That is not biblically sound. So um, uh, that, there is no call for that. There's a call to have a gentle spirit. There's a call to have compassion. There, but there's, when it comes to here comes the wicked and here is God's standard, we don't cut deals with the wicked so they'll think we're nice. That is not in the Bible. God says what? I'm a jealous God. And he expects us to have a devotion to him that is to defend who he is against all comers, I would, whether, whether they think you're nice or not. Well, so, I, would, I would say Jesus himself was not oh, portrayed as no, nice or they wouldn't have hung him on a cross. No, no. They didn't like him. Well, when you go from where we're celebrating you uh, at the beginning of the week and we put you on the cross at the end. You've made a lot of people mad yeah. <laughs> in a big way. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what he did? He said, I'm here to fulfill what the Father sent me to do. And if you reject me, you reject the. He's even talking to the Hebrews. If you reject me, then you are rejecting the same God you claim to love. Mm-hmm. And that was not a that was not a, a popular statement. And it, and it's they certainly didn't walk away and go that Jesus guy sure is nice, you know. So uh, so anyway, I I don't I guess if Ro- if Romney truly says I just don't like this guy and I'd like to remove him, I think he's bad for the country and the things that I believe should be. Of course, it can't be the Democrats he's talking about here. They're not the answer. Um, maybe he thinks he could remove him and give the country Mike Pence. I don't know. But well, uh, He'll be emptying trash cans in the caucus now. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Minutes to the top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG-AS-THE-NUMBER. We, we continue. Rachel, out of Nashville, Florida. Rachel, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Fine. Good morning. Listen, if somebody told me even three, four years ago that I'd be turning to your show for the most logical news I can get, I'd be more surprised than anybody. Well, you know, if you're out there right now, welcome you know, home. Right? It's like Bub and I've said for years, and the whole team, we don't want to have to carry all this water, but doggone it, we just have to. Nobody else will do it. Okay, uh, here's a, here's a couple more drops for your bucket. Okay, is Bernie Sanders a Democrat? When he went, uh, there's a Boston March 19 Boston Globe article by James Pendell online that says that, um, and the reason I ask this is because when I looked at the impeachment vote. I went down the list, and I was expecting all Democrats, and by his name there was Big I. It says independent. He's an independent senator, the junior senator from his state. When he went to register in New Hampshire for a president to get on the ballot, they were questioning whether they should let him because he's a registered independent. Right. He told them, well, I'm a Democrat now. Hmm. So, uh, and then they said, well, in all future elections you're going to run as a Democrat. He said, yes, I will. And then guess what he did? He put himself back on the ballot in Vermont as an independent. So recent, apparently on February 19th, he filed paperwork to run for president, again, as Democrat. And um, the Democratic Party asked him to sign a pledge that said he, he's a Democrat. And he said, yes, I'm a Democrat. Two weeks later, he petitioned to run as an independent. 
Well, that's so, yes, that's very that's, confusing. I'll tell you what he is, he's a socialist. I don't care what letter he puts. Yeah, I started to say, I, I don't exactly. think he's any of that. He's a communist. I right, mean, yeah. there's a story. Was it today? Was it him that wants to nationalize the power grid and all the power plants? Oh One of them come out. I mean, let's come do on. let's do exactly what Venezuela's yeah. done because that worked out yeah, darn yeah, good. Yeah, we got a president sitting there watching how, our State of the Union. But Rick, why? Do, how can people think that way? Yeah, this goes above Democrat Republican. Okay, yeah. this is really and above how. how how do you come out and say the system that Lenin brought forward that has failed and failed and failed because it enslaves people? I think I'll give that a shot. When you see what America has accomplished over its life, hasn't been perfect. I give you that. But we work it out. <clears throat> the standard well, of living, yeah. what we've generated wealth, the accomplishments in, in science – the whole world has a better standard of living because of our country. Well, it goes back to this, Bubba, and, and this is the point you're making when you said when we get into issues, we work it out. You know why? The founders gave us a system that allows you to work it out. If you start closing doors, you're gonna, and then you get into buying, if you've closed the doors that gave you the ability to work it out, guess what you won't be able to do in the future? Work it work out. It out. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Sammy uh, out of the great state of Florida as well. Sammy, go ahead. Good morning. Hey, Sammy. Hey there. Um, you were talking about Mitt Romney and him voting based on his fate. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were about this. When I vote for my senators and my representatives, I put them in office. I vote them in and expect them to vote, you know, along the lines of what their constituents want, not what their personal opinions or feelings or faith is. Um, because we haven't had that many impeachments, would this be a different type of expectation, you know, that they vote their faith or their opinion um, versus what their constituents want? Well, you know, it's here's the problem you run into, and I'm not saying this is the situation because I'm not sure what Romney's doing here. Um, you know, dynamic Dougie Fresh did not vote what the people of Alabama wanted, I promise you that. Uh, so I, I think, you know, I'm going to be careful because, honestly, if I was being honest with you, as a follower of Jesus – um, no matter what I'm doing, if someone asks me to compromise Jesus, my constituents, my country, anyone, I'm told that is not an option, uh, that my personal devotion to Jesus trumps my devotion to anything else. Uh, so it'd be hard for me to be critical of somebody doing that if that was truly the conviction. Right. Uh, but, uh, but, and I don't know what, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the Mormon faith may have a, a, diff, a, a similar commitment. But I'm, I'm, he, he needs to make the case to us a little clearer that when he says, I did this because of my spiritual convictions, what exactly do you mean? I don't think he ever clarified that. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's he's talking about Trump, some of the things he said and did, but, again, where are you landing with the alternative? You, are you supporting these planks out of the Democratic platform? I don't think you can land there. Hmm. What he so, should say, see, what if someone sits down and says, let me tell you why I voted like I did. I want to explain my faith to you, and let me tell you where this president violated my spiritual convictions so I, I would like to see him removed and you explain it clearly you can't just throw out a blanket statement i did this because i have spiritual convictions well what do you mean be specific uh we continue eight six six we be big because then it makes people wonder you know they we, we need to clearly hear what you mean by that i understand that i want to go home and i might lose lose this i got all that but what was the point what about this because it seems like to me you also have, an, and I know in our faith, that unless it violates the laws of God, we're called to be citizens of a country and abide by the laws of that country. And Alan Dershowitz and others made it clear 
that there were there there are no legal mandates in the Constitution that allow you to impeach this president even under the things you're claiming he did. Right? Is that not what the case was made for the Constitution? Well, I, I think, you know. And again, not saying he even did yeah. what he was accused of, but Dershowitz made the point, even what you're saying he did does not meet the demand of the Constitution. I, I think. Yeah. So does Romney not not follow the, the rules of the Constitution? I, I think they left it vague on purpose so that each senator mm-hmm. during any time period could decide for themselves what it was. But they also list treason. And all of this, mm-hmm. and and it's kind of in a list like that, that, and other things like that. So you're, you're all over it. I think they they gave us one specific comment saying right. an example would be this, right? You know how you do that? You say this, this, this. For example, and it sounds like to me the founders were clearly saying, for example, treason. Well, then well, you know, wow, that's the standard. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I don't mm-hmm. even think they have to apologize. The thing was a sham to begin with. Mm-hmm. It was partisan to begin with. It was political. <laughs> It was baseless. It was a bunch of people who said they were going to impeach Trump before he ever did this. So, you know, for the Senate to nullify an illegal partisan beginning is fine. That's that, that's what they're there for, to be the circuit breaker on it. And they did. Top and of everybody the, knew they were going to do yep. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Really, Romney just lost again. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.